0: Welcome to the Naturally Curious podcast with Tani Stowe, where you will be invited to expand your mind to be curious about all things mind, body, and soul. Your host, Tani, is a born adventurer, a woman of Métis heritage, and trained as a medical intuitive, Reiki master, and yoga instructor. And now, your host, Tani. All right, welcome everybody. For those of you just tuning in for the first time, I'm Tawny. I'm here to help you uncover more time, more money, and more joy through eclectic wisdom and intuitive conversations. And although I talk to myself a lot, I also enjoy talking to other people. And so I'm really, really, really lucky today that I get a guest to join me. I have crossed paths with this beautiful soul in very six degrees of separation kind of ways. And it's been uh, a lot of social media interaction, but we have had the pleasure of interacting at different events as well. I have with me here today, the incredible Jennifer Weir. I wish you could see her earrings right now because they're fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful golden feathers. And Jennifer is the mom of two beautiful kiddos who really believes in nutrient-dense meals without hours in the kitchen. She spends a lot of time helping others clear limiting beliefs within their life, especially around food. And much like many of my holistic practitioners and friends, in reading a little bit about you, many of us get started because of our own personal journey, and Jen is very similar in that. Her story started with some dis ease or discomfort with some stomach issues cropping up some asthma and an overwhelmed sense of not feeling great. And you. Um, Took that plunge into taking things into your own hands and got super proactive and that led you down this amazing path of holistic nutrition and from there it feels as if you know you've gone down these amazing uh, white rabbit holes as i like to call them including taking you down limiting beliefs and pulling this all into one way of of working with people so I know how valuable time is, whether you're a mom, whether you're an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get through life, time is valuable. So, Jen, thank you for being with me here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to get to, like, talk to another person and (laughs) virtually hang out with you. So, no, that's fantastic.
0: It is a nice change. So, my very first question is, is really... I, I just would love to kind of understand and take me into your world. How did limiting beliefs come up for you within the work that you were already doing? What, what sort of started that rabbit hole?
1: You know, it's really weird. Cause people are like, these don't, they don't really match up. So it's like a holistic nutritionist actually through um, all of my schooling, there was very much um it wasn't just about food. There was this mind body spirit connection too, and starting to realize that you know what, there's so much more going on um, with us and with our health. And it's not just a simple matter of putting something on your plate and you're magically healthy, like you have to address all of it. Thank um, you so- for
0: saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: think like, you can eat all the, I always tell people, I'm like, you can eat all the, like all the salads, all the smoothies you want, but if you're not dealing with your own stuff and what's going on in your life, you're not, you're not going to feel good. It doesn't matter if you're running 10 miles a day, um, and raw vegan diet. If you got stuff going on mentally, emotionally, um, spiritually, then you're not going to feel, you're not going to feel well. So I think that was kind of like that starting point. Um, I'm trying to think back on how I ended up um, I ended up taking a course from Joe Vitale and it was all about um, belief clearing um, so that's what I had done I did his first course and then I did the advanced course um, and what I realized was working through that is a lot of people when I'm talking to them or working with them their hang they think they're, they're about food or what's on their plate or that kind of thing, but getting down to it, there's more playing into that sort of behind the scenes. So whether it's how they've been raised, their culture, where they live, their family, their experiences, all of these things tying into, and then wanting to make a change and can end up sabotaging all of the things that they're trying to do. And they don't realize that they've got these beliefs that have been kind of programmed throughout their life that they may not even be aware of that are either hindering them from achieving their goals or derailing whatever they're trying to do. So I think that's kind of how, at least I see it, how it all ties together. Cause there's so much more than just, here's your meal plan. Here's some recipes, the way you go. If you've got something in the back of your mind, that's always playing over and over again. Um, that stuff isn't going to be successful.
0: I love that you bring that up. So it's it's like you do the medical intuition of the plate, of like the dinner plate, the metaphorical, metaphorical eating plate. So when I look at a body and I do this whole body intuitive scan, I'm looking for the stuff. I'm yeah. looking for the stuff that's sort of trapped in there that's, that's holding or lodging energy and helping you work through some of that stuff. But what I know inherently is that it's the same as what you said from the other side is I can help you look at what's blocking that, but the physical body has taken a toll. It has taken a toll. And so it needs support. And that's where I love this, this, this idea of what integrated health means to me is people like you, people like me, people like many different practitioners all coming together for a whole body solution. And I love that in your work, you're really creating that you're creating a whole body solution in looking at sort of the sociology and psychology behind what's going on with those eating patterns and and then diving into some of that stuff that's maybe emotionally lodged in there and is, is, like you said, I love that you brought up sabotaging because I feel like we don't even know we're doing it.
1: Absolutely, 100%. And I'm like, all of us are completely guilty of it. And I don't wanna say guilty, but we all have our own stuff that just yeah. plays in the background, whether we're aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. And ultimately has an impact on what you're trying to do. Um, all of those things of like, I'm not good enough, or I can never lose weight, or I could never do that. It's too hard. We're telling us these things to ourselves, or maybe we've experienced things that make us believe that. Mm-hmm. So immediately we try and go against that, but it's still playing in the background. Unless we get down to it and release that, then it's going to be way harder to try and make those changes or be successful on what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's
0: amazing. So I'm curious, where does forgiveness play a role in limiting beliefs and that stuff that we maybe become aware of that we didn't know was there? I think forgiveness is like, it's definitely a big one and it doesn't
1: necessarily have to be forgiving another person, but forgiving ourselves. And I think that was kind of what really, um, Attracted me to sort of the whole pono part of it because that was one of one of the techniques that um, I had learned about initially, and then I'd done a separate course just all on whole pono But it's looking at it's just looking at ourselves um, and understanding that ultimately we're responsible for our entire experience on this planet. But we need to be aware of that and forgive ourselves for everything. we might be interpreting or judging or putting on these lenses and seeing things through um, and not realizing that our own our own stuff is projecting onto everything that we see or do in our lives if that kind of makes sense sense. I know we haven't got to the whole Pono Pono part, but
0: it does, but we're going there right now because that's what I'm going to say. So for those of you who don't know, I have, you know, I have the benefit of knowing that Jen has um, fallen into a bit of a passion for this and and started to include this work in what you do with limiting beliefs and holistic nutrition. But for those who are just tuning in for the very first time, could you please explain? what that long-sounding word
1: is <laughs> <laughs> um you know what's really crazy and it, before you explain this it's remember was it just last year that I got the lomi lomi massage from you yes that I won yes. which is an ancient Hawaiian technique yes it is and so is Ho'oponopono and yes. at that time <laughs> I don't even think I'd heard that word before I came to see you wow and, which is like crazy when i was thinking about it like the past couple of days i'm like how weird is this that i went and I had this wonderful experience with tawny with this ancient hawaiian practice and then all of a sudden all of these things have come together where i am now looking at this whole pono pono when i had no idea what it was like a year ago
0: those ancient hawaiians have some amazing healing techniques up their sleeves <laughs> and
1: ultimately like It's really hard to put into words because when you start like digging into it, a lot of it is like, it's really hard to wrap your head around, but that's kind of the point. You're not meant to wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. You're meant to, um, just believe in it, but essentially, um, Ho'oponopono is looking at like yourself as being the one person that's responsible to, for everything in your life. Um, and in order to affect any change, the way to do that. Is not by changing other people or what's going on around you, but ultimately taking care of yourself and healing yourself. And by doing that, that then goes out and heals everything around you or everything that you're in contact with. Um, which is really, it's hard to wrap your head around that. Like everything that comes into your, your life somehow it's being drawn to you because of something inside of you. And it's not to say that you're, you're to blame for it, but there's something that's going on that's making this happen, and we
0: need to look at it and heal it for ourselves. It's and interesting if we if we don't look at it as blame, yeah, and we look at it as uh, you know almost like a, um, an amazing cell phone in front of us and as a, a feed, and it's like yep. it's just our, our own personal feed popping up awarenesses of things going on would we look at it a little bit different, as opposed to if we think that everything that's coming back at us is our fault, you know, everything in the feed that I'm seeing in negative is my fault, you know, would that, would that shift our ability to forgive. And, um, you know, we have no problem forgiving as we flick and scroll through our through our feed. But I wonder if we can't just, you know, turn that inward and let go of that blame and for me I'm with you I don't think that the mind is meant to get it (laughs) I think it's bigger than the mind and I feel like that's what the Hawaiians know so well is that it's really got to come from this heart and you touched on the word belief um and so where do you feel what what do you feel you have to believe in in order to uh, create change? I think, um, I think really,
1: especially like looking at the whole Pono Pono part, the belief comes that initially all of us are created 100% perfect. Um, whether you believe in God or the divine, the universe, whatever you want to call it the creation, we were all created perfect. And then we're sent into this world and we have all these experiences, all this stuff happens. And that's where we get all of these influences and like, like wearing sunglasses, then all of a sudden we're not, we're, it's not that we're not perfect, but we're not seeing perfect anymore. And we're not being seen as perfect anymore because we've got sort of all these um, these things that are tinting it and how we experience it. So um, looking at it, that when we have something that shows up in our life or is a struggle is not seeing it necessarily as why is this happening to me? All of this is out here and stuff is like happening to me. It's looking at it from that internal perspective and how we can maybe change those lenses or um, realize that we're wearing these lenses and interpreting whatever's coming at us. And maybe it's not what we think it is initially. Um, because we have as individuals, all this stuff happening that affects our interpretation of the world around us. So if we can kind of clear some of that, and that's part of like the belief clearing is why we call it clearing. It's like wiping off a dirty screen and wiping away some of that stuff that is then impacting how we see things. And then all of a sudden, what you think might be something negative, maybe isn't negative at all. It was just how you were viewing
0: it. That's powerful and it's interesting because there one of the pieces that you said i feel is you know it's always been important but for me maybe right here in this seat in this moment in these times feels so profound is this idea that we don't need to heal everyone else mm. and to not worry about changing anyone else and 100% bring, bring that totally to ourselves and just take self responsibility. Um, Those are some huge words. I'm a big fan of the idea that respond and the ability to respond is the word responsibility. Mm -hmm. And that we have this great ability to respond, but maybe we need guides like you to help us see the lens so that we can respond maybe from the heart instead of from the mind. Exactly. And it's like,
1: It's crazy because I know there's there's times like all of us, myself included, whether you're looking at your kids or friends or family and you're like, Oh my god, what is wrong with this person? Or why are you doing this? And instead of throwing that sort of blame onto them, is looking at it, okay. Maybe I'm I'm misreading something here, or maybe something's coming at me that I'm interpreting from past experiences. So that is clouding my initial response or how I'm feeling about whatever's happening and I'm not actually able to take in what's actually happening because I've got all this other stuff back there that is all of a sudden clouded how I'm feeling and maybe making me overreact or say something that I shouldn't or be angry or annoyed or whatever when if we can clear some of that stuff away maybe then it's like okay I I get it, I see why they're responding this way and that's okay and we'll move on from
0: here. I love that. And it's interesting for me, so my experiment, my experience is um, having learned the Lomi Lomi technique I was exposed to some of the ancient traditions that um, have sort of receded up into the hills of the Hawaiian people which is this idea that our body is a vessel, our body is an island and um, you know, we're here having this amazing spiritual experience in this earthly body. And so we sometimes have to cleanse that body in order to, to keep our soul moving freely and enjoying this experience. And so for me, it feels like in listening to you, you've got the hands off approach. You know, you don't need to have your hands on the island, on the vessel. You're able to help guide people through the minds perspective of clearing way to get back to having that spiritual experience that really I think we're I believe we're here to have (laughs) and it comes with growth and 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 it's interesting we never look at a baby and say gosh darn you baby why aren't you walking at six months old and yet we go through our whole lives you know so with such high expectations on ourselves as if we're never meant to make mistakes and this is where i feel like forgiveness is so uh so critical to bring in and you know that also to me might tie into some of these self-sabotaging or these things that we might not realize aren't even our expectations they're cultural they're societal they're parental Mm. they're you know they're whatever they are, but they're there. And then this can really stir up some of the dust around that. And my understanding, do you want to just talk about um, where Haponuono sort of got its real um, fame from in Hawaii?
1: So yeah, there there was a woman, her name is Morna, and she kind of brought it back. She actually was a practitioner of Lomi Lomi. She's pretty, um, pretty big in that. And she sort of retweaked because it's not the original whole Pono Pono was very different. It was um, a group thing that the Hawaiians just do gather around. If someone had an issue in the family, they'd all get around as a group and try and heal the problem as a group. And she took that and then kind of modernized it and um, changed it a little bit so that it was more uh, a personal reflection. Um, And she sort of started that that movement and then one of her students his name is Dr. Hugh Lin he then took it as well and I think that's where it's gotten sort of more popular recently um was from his teachings and he watching any of his lectures he's a hilarious guy he's i think i don't even know how old he is now he's got to be in his 80s i'm guessing um but he's hawaiian and he's just very kind of to the point he's like "This is what you got to do um this is how it works we have our body we have our soul we have the divine god the creator whatever the universe they, we were made perfect. It's just, unfortunately, the information that we're getting is what's clouding all of our experiences. And if we can clean that off, clear it away, then we can have a better connection with the the divine or the universe and end up getting that true message from them. So having the divine kind of live through you and ultimately experience that inspiration um, as opposed to experiencing what he says is mostly memory or data, which is all of these kind of, uh, beliefs that we tote around with us. So it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it, but I also find it really interesting. And I find that it's really, when I start getting into those sort of like negative thought patterns or like assuming something about a situation or those kind of things, soon as I start, um bring in some of that whole it immediately sort of turns turns those thoughts around and even just things like i am ultimately responsible for everything around me when you're i don't know annoyed that the house is messy or whatever it's just like oh okay yes i am ultimately responsible for everything that's going on around me but they use um, and i'm sure you're probably familiar with it the there's four token phrases um that they use in ho'oponopono um And it's, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. And you're not saying them to somebody else, you're saying them to yourself, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, really amazing. And it's all about healing your own self. So then it cascades out into the world and helps others heal that way. You're not shooting it out at someone and trying to change someone else. You're trying to change um, yourself and getting rid
0: of those limiting beliefs. So how have you used those four token prayers in your own life?
1: I, anytime I, um, I feel any sense of like, you know, frustration or annoyed or something's not going my way or those kind of things. And you start just like, or you have one of those days where you're just in a mood, but whatever, as I just start repeating those nonstop to myself in my head. Mm -hmm. Um and I find it really helps not only to kind of shut off that that negative thought process, but helps you kind of just like take a pause for a minute and take a breath and see what it is that you're actually annoyed with or upset with or is driving you nuts Mm -hmm. that day. Because a lot of times you like you don't even know. You're just like, I'm in a really crappy mood today. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I find that that's really helpful, uh, really helpful for me. Um, I do want to go to bed. Um, I find that it's really nice just to lay in bed and do it until I fall asleep as well.
0: That's a beautiful way to go to sleep. Mm. It's it's talking about synchronicity, how you put together the pieces of uh, the first Hawaiian massage and then how um, this Hawaiian technique came into your, into your life. Uh, I am a huge fan of Danielle Laporte. So anyone who mm-hmm. follows me will often see her influences come through me and I follow her membership. And, uh, we actually were working with this, um, this technique this week in our, in our sacred portal with her. Wow. And I thought, well, isn't that just so good? <laughs> <laughs> and so the way I I've used it a couple of different ways. Um, one of my favorite kirtan, which for those of you who don't know, is uh, sort of yoga music. Um, they created a mantra using ah. words, and they put it to music, and so they bring it into kirtan pra- practice. And I honestly, the tears that just flow are um, are just awe inspiring, and it just hit me in this moment how I've often used it to forgive myself but in relationship with someone else and so it's this idea of you know maybe that relationship didn't go well or it didn't end well or it had nitty gritties or you know just stuff that I'm uncomfortable about I'm not actually needing to say it to the other person because it's really not about the other person it's about Mm -hmm. me And so I'll, you know, I'll say it with that person in mind, but I'm not uttering it at them. It's for me and my responsibility within that relationship. Absolutely, use it like in any
1: relationship, any situation, that kind of thing. And again, it's not that you're saying it to them or directing it to them, whatever's going on, you've got that in mind and you're saying it to yourself in relation to that, that you're forgiving yourself for whatever happened in that part. You are loving yourself through whatever happened in that part. Um, all of that. And it's, it's crazy to like, think how much of an impact you can have not by trying to change other people, but no. by healing yourself.
0: I don't know about you, but I have some days when I go to bed and I'll think about how I spoke to my son or the way I handled something, and I'm not pleased with myself. <laughs> this yeah. mantra, prayer, practice is very valuable at those moments. Um, you know, I can be really hard on myself as as a parent, and um, you know, sometimes it's maybe justified, and sometimes it's maybe not justified. But either way, just having this kind of a tool in your back pocket is a reminder that um, we, all, we all need compassion, ourselves included. And it's, yeah, it's such a powerful, powerful prayer. So tell me how it turns up when you are working with clients. Bring me now full circle um, on what it's like to work with you. So I think,
1: again, because we're not doing it to people, we're not, yeah. it, which is hard for like people to understand, Um, It's something that, I mean, again, whatever comes into my life, my clients, I 100% believe that they're coming to me for a reason I'm attracting them or, and they're attracted to me for some reason. So there's always some kind of healing for me when I work with them, because it ultimately will bring up something Mm -hmm. in their own personal situation that somehow relates to me, not necessarily me personally, but some sort of experience, memory, whatever that I've had will show up in them. So it's like this, a lot of times it's like a mirror when you're looking at them and you're like, oh, okay. So yeah, that's kind of me too. Look at that, isn't that funny? Even though I couldn't see it myself until this person showed up. So, I mean, majority of the time I like, I'm not telling clients, oh, I'm doing whole Ho'oponopono on you. That's not, that's not how it works. But when I'm meeting them or hearing what's going on or get that thing that either triggers me or is like that reflection of like, oh, that kind of sounds like me, <laughs> then that's where I'm using the whole Ho'oponopono on myself. Um, so I find it's really, it's, it's like an awareness piece. And I think it just helps me um, become stronger. But then also helps them too because as I'm healing myself then I'm able to provide better to them if that makes
0: sense it makes total sense yes do you teach your clients how to work with it as well then
1: uh I haven't yet um I know through the training that I had done um because it was a series um with Dr. Hugh Lynn um a lot of it's like you don't want to go out and like teach people how to do it unless you're like inspired to do that because the moment you're like, Oh, I'm going to show them how to do this so they can get better. It's us trying to then change, change that person. Um, so yeah, it, if it comes to a point where I'm like, Oh my gosh, this person absolutely 100% is going to like, love this. And it's not a matter of me wanting them to change and learn something so they can change then. Yeah, definitely. I'll do that.
0: That's so cool. I love how I love how even though technology has made it easy for you to get this training, that the the real roots, you know, underneath it and some of that cultural teaching has stuck with it and this idea. You know, it's 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 only from a place of inspiration. That's that's really beautiful. That's and I think like for me,
1: it's weird because I've never I'm saying I've never been a spiritual person. I'm not saying I'm the most spiritual person either, but for whatever reason, this the belief clearing attracted me for sure. But it was this one particular technique, this whole pono pono, that really was like, huh, this is really interesting. This is really cool. I want to learn more about this. Coming from someone who's like, Yeah, I don't, I don't want to go to church. I don't want to pray. I don't want to do any of these things um it's not for me anybody can do whatever they want so I'm I'm excited that it's something that makes I don't know it makes sense to me in some weird way and I think that's
0: you gotta go with what what works for you right absolutely yes yes and it brings that brings us back to how we started which is you know whenever you're working with people you recognize that it's a mind body soul whole healing. And so we do need something spiritual to help with that soulful piece. And so this is one of your pieces. This is a piece that works for you. And I feel like that's inspiring for people to keep searching, you know, keep searching until you find your piece until you find what resonates above what expectations are. There should, there's no shoulds on spirituality is what feels right to you. And what is it that you can lean into fully and Mm -hmm. that you can see turning up in your life, you know, day after day after day. And, and certainly sounds like Hapona Ono has done that with you. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been wild. And I
1: really, I really like it. It seems so unbelievably simple, but it makes so much sense to just work on your own crap
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: and magically <laughs> things will change around you. Um, when you do that work, but yeah, I mean, a lot of times people are like, no, I want those other people to change. There's nothing wrong with me. And I think there's a quote from Dr. Healyn that was like, look at it's something along the lines of like, look at any time you've ever had a problem, who's always there. You are. Um, and it's like, Whoa. One hundred percent. It's not saying that you are the problem, but you're always there. So there's something going on. Um,
0: But that kind of like blew my mind. I'm like, absolutely. That's that's so true. And it's um, love the synchronicity in this because I have been studying permaculture for years and I just decided to leap into another another layer and This particular layer has um, a big component called earth activism, and the word activist scares me. It has scared me for forever because I've never felt like I could, you know, I was not educated enough to work with that word. I'm not um, hardcore enough to represent that word until I realized that activism simply means being an advocate for change. And so I really want to get badges now that say you are a healing activist because Jen, you are a healing activist. (laughs) That's awesome. Taking it into your own hands and recognizing that that's exactly how we go forward in healing, healing ourselves and just turning up of service as best as we can, one client at a time.
1: No, I, you know what? I love that healing activist that's like fantastic and regardless of what people are going through or like how they're healing themselves ultimately you have to take it in your own hands you can't necessarily rely on somebody else they can give you some tools but it's got to be you that that does it in the end right um and anytime that I work with anyone not that I'm like trying to be rude but I get to the point like if you're not willing to do do the work yourself i i mean all the stuff i give you isn't gonna work <laughs> like it's not no. gonna help Yes, you have to participate you have to take that that responsibility in it yourself there's not there's no magic pill sadly we gotta do you gotta do the hard work on yourself
0: <laughs> yes 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 the guides can only do so much <laughs> Yeah, i fully understand that but you inspire me and remind me that there are others out there willing to guide And that as we keep doing our own work, we are. We're creating an an army of light. We're creating change. So thank you for being a healing activist alongside with me. I'm going to put in the notes how people can contact you. But what's the best way verbally if someone wanted to reach out with you? Uh, I think probably like um, you can go to my website, which is
1: uh, www.wholelifehub.com. So it's H-O-L-L-I-F-E hu So whole
0: I love it. Thank you so much for your time to Jen. I, I, I honestly really appreciate being able to have a real human conversation. even I Zoom. It's still better than nothing. And Absolutely. I'm so glad that our paths have crossed. And so they crisscrossed over Hawaiian. I wonder what they will crisscross over next.
1: I know it'll be interesting. And it's one of those things like you, when someone keeps kind of popping up on the radar, it's like, okay, there's a reason there's a reason for it. So I'm all, I'm all for that.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for being here. And for those of you who took the time to join us, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to where we take you next. Stay curious. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Curious podcast with Tani Stowe. Be sure to tune in again to be inspired and nurture your curiosity. You can follow Tani in her online yoga and meditation membership and on social media at Tani Stowe Healing From Within.